Hi, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Top Bin Talks presented by FTF Canada. I am Adam Jones, one of your co-hosts, joined as always by Kwame Awua. And today is our 28th episode. episode. Yes, sir. Comes on a beautiful Sunday. Man United got three points, thank Christ. Yeah, I mean, Man United didn't pull a Chelsea, didn't pull a Tottenham. So, I mean, I mean... I feel like when Man U's winning, it's a lot. It's a lot better. The world's a, l- a little bit more, a little better. Well, it's brighter for some of us. I'll tell you that because it's yeah. I think that's the most popular. Uh, after Real Madrid and Barca, that's the most popular uh, soccer team, or maybe it's more popular than I Real think. Madrid and Barcelona. I think there are. I mean, I because think it's between of, them and Real Madrid. Yeah, yes, that's what I mean. I think. Yeah. I think it is. Um, but yeah, no, they're they're one of the biggest clubs in the world, man. It's never yeah. gonna change. Big sports teams in the world, to be fair. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. How are you feeling about the game? I've seen the I seen the Blake Garnacho score. I know I saw the message that you sent me, but I literally saw the goal. I was talking about it. I was like, there is no way if someone scored a bike on me, if I'm a wing back, I am clamping you for the rest of the game. Like you're not doing anything else. Because your confidence well, right now is going through the roof. <laughs> yeah, like Ashley not- Young whacked them and got a yellow card, and now you're playing the game of shit. No, I'm not. I'm not whacking you, but like, I'm gonna yeah. make sure, like, because you score that, I know you're gonna try doing some. Because imagine, like, when you make the guy in a game, you're like, ooh, you got that little. Now you start doing extra stuff. No, that's not happening with me. I, yeah. I, I am making sure that your game's done after that. Granted, like, you can't stop a bike because you're not expecting anyone to just pull out a bike. Well, also, like, like, as, how he did. like well, look how he did it. What is Ash Young? What is any fullback supposed to do in that situation? Nothing. Like, That's what I'm saying. I'll, not... I'll, let, I'll, I'll let it slide, but the rest of the game, you in my back pocket. They're going to forget <laughs> that you even scored that. Yo. That's the only highlight you get in. Pretty good highlight, to be fair. <laughs> it's a really great highlight. I was thinking about – so when I saw it, I was like, yo, his his um bike or Wayne Rooney's. But Wayne Rooney's is just more – the moment was just bigger. Manchester Derby, man. Like, yeah, I'm the sorry. moment was just bigger. I'm sorry. Yeah, and it winner? was like to win the game. Oh, This was game winner too, but it was like – it was getting towards the end of the season, yeah. trying to win the league. Like, yeah, for me, like that one, that one just has such a. And then the celebration. Oh yeah, it's iconic. Yes. It's iconic. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I should have asked was, him about that before he left. Yeah, I, I didn't even get. A, I didn't even get a picture with him. Sad times. Sad yeah, times. I, I don't know, man. When you're when you're kind of around that, when you're around yeah. them like that, you don't though, think you know about what? it. Like you don't. Think but about it's also it. like you know, at the same time, you're like you're just another person. You know, yeah. like in the summer, I went golfing and we we're at a charity event. You know, I'm with Paul Dolan, who's ex-Canadian national team goalkeeper. He's in my group. He played. He played with my dad, so I've, I've, you know, I've known about him for a while, and we've kind of met each other down the road. But we're playing in one group, and like four Canucks walk up and they're playing and just chatting. Like everyone else is mm-hmm. walking around, like asking for pictures and stuff, and they're like, "Yeah, sure." And I'm just like, "You guys are normal human beings." Yeah, just treat them that way. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, that's what it is. But now I'm sad, though. Yeah. But yeah, I saw seeing that bike. I was like, Granacho's is probably harder to score, but his Wayne Rooney's was just like the, the moment. moment was just yeah. The moment it was it was class. It was class, hundred percent. Yeah. So what we got on our docket? We've um obviously last episode we got Gabriel Carl. Shout out to Gab again for coming on. I mean. It was a great episode. Um, still cutting up clips and stuff like that. Um, good reaction to the episode. Um, shout out to one soccer for asking to like repost some stuff. 
uh, from our episode. And hopefully we can get some uh, partnership and stuff like that with them soon. Uh, just to like talk about the game more, like in, uh, get a higher engagement, get people um, more knowledgeable on the game and just opinions. Like conversation is just the most important thing, right? Um, but this past week, a lot has been going on. And I guess the elephant in the room is the Canadian men's national team. Started off. Started off well. (laughs) It started off well. The week started off great. Now you went to sunny Jamaica. Well, not sunny Jamaica. You went to tropical storm Jamaica. The game got moved to the next morning. The heat was like 33 degrees Celsius when they were playing. To pull pull out a win like that, like, Guys are fighting to the end, and you come home in Canadian territory in the tundra, the cold tundra, and starts off well again. Totally bossed both the first half. You go into the second half, don't know what was said in the locker room, but I was tweeting live, and I said it from the beginning, the lineup, everything, like, Going into it, it was like perfect. Four four two. Davies, Tejon, Alfonso, and Tejon on the wings, like isolated in one v one situation. Like nine times out of ten, they're gonna win that matchup in Concacaf at least. And Kyle and Joe David up top, their partnership seems like it was get, it's getting better. And first half, it was that's what it was. Playing out the back, everything was calm, and I think we just lost that composure. When shit hit the fan. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of tough to see, like, obviously, the having to deal with what they had in Jamaica, you were, like, mm-hmm. incredibly professional. Great, perfect professional performance. And then it was the exact opposite in Toronto, which is, I think, the hardest thing to take from it. Um, it's a tale of two halves, for sure. It, 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 it is, but again, I think you still you still look at it and... They're not clinical right now. They're not. And it's also, I think Kyle it's based and John, on form. It's based, I, yeah, it's based it's, on form too. It, clubs, it is. Right? It is. Yeah. It is. But again, like they're not, they're not in form. And again, at, at what point here, here's kind of the, that I'm seeing now with them. Every team in CONCACAF, except maybe Jamaica is saying, come break us down. Come break us down. And at what point is it going to get to where you need to go three in the middle? And now, now you have some serious questions. Like, you know what I mean? Like at some point, a system and a philosophy needs to come in place where you just have to play the right players now. And now some really difficult decisions, like going into Copa America, if they like, sorry, going into Trinidad, let's not even look at Copa America. Mm-hmm. Like they have a one-off game in Texas now against Trinidad. Mm-hmm. Who beat the United States. I know. Like mm-hmm. it's a serious, like it's going to be a very, mm-hmm. it's going to be a tough game. It is. Mm-hmm. But looking at going into the world cup, you're not surprising anyone anymore. You're not. Mm-hmm. And every team. And like, again, if you look at all the goals they've been scoring as of late, basically since qualifying, how many of them have been, Wow. Fonzie and Tejon have 50 yards of space to run into. None of them. Mm-hmm. Like, 
So how do you now, like, who do you pick now to play in a system where you might have to change the way you play? Mm, I think that's another thing that, like, yo, we we got to understand that now we have a target on our back. People are actually preparing for us. Like, before, people were preparing for Alfonso. People were pre- preparing for people that, like, were already well-known from the national team. But now, mm-hmm. like, everyone has made a statement and everyone has put in, like, now, like, you're keyed in now. You know what I mean? So even a stack, you know, it's not going to be easy for him. You know what I mean? It's like, and maybe the leadership that, like, Atiba left, like, Scott Arfield, like, there's so many players that have stepped out or are getting older that are not really part of the program anymore. Junior Hoylet. Junior Hoylet, like, he's not playing as much. Donil, even though he wasn't playing, he was still a voice in the locker room. You know what I mean? A personality. So, I mean, I think it's just a transition period that isn't really a transition period because there's still, like, the people that play the most are still there and they're still in their prime age. It's just a matter of, like, understanding that people, like, other teams are getting better. So, like, we have to find a way to adapt. And, like, you can't – if you're not, like, the top – like, Brazil is always going to play Brazil. You know what I mean? But we don't have that luxury to, like, not change our philosophy. Like, Brazil yeah. always going to play the way Brazil always play because they always have the best talent. Yeah, and they're, they're, it's, yeah. it's also a culture. You know what I mean? Like, like how, it's yeah. a specific and culture. Spain, like, how Spain – Spain is always going to play how Spain plays because, like, that's just how they – that's just how they are. And they usually beat – you know what I mean? Like, when you're those top teams, but when you're, when you're like, mid-table or, like, a lower – I'm not saying Canada's lower team, but, like, if you're top – if you're 20 down, like, you don't have the luxury to not adapt. Even Croatia adapts. Croatia adapted against Canada. Croatia, they sat back and they're like, yo, you guys got to break us down. So, like, we got to find ways to find people to – I don't think player, I don't think players on our team can't do it. I just think they haven't been asked to do it. And I don't think yeah. the coaching staff know what to tell them to do. Yeah, I, I, I completely agree. I mean, look at yeah. every other – realistically, if you look at pretty much every other country in the world, they adapt. Mm. Brazil and Spain are kind of the only two that are enigmas mm. and don't. Like mm. you look at again another nation who struggles somewhat to adapt. Look at Italy. When they play against lower teams, they find it way more difficult to actually because they want to sit in and absorb pressure. Mm. Like they have that type of that's why when they get to major tournaments, hold like you need to watch out. Mm-hmm. Why there's mm-hmm. an expectation on them because they continuously do it. Set pieces and holding down the fort. And hitting you on a counterattack mm. and grinding out results like like they have that about them and they have that about their national team right and it, it, it's one of those things where you're waiting for like the next evolution now to come and you have the you have a lot of players and a lot of pieces to be able to do it but you need to get the right coach in and again that's where the conversation is going to go but just looking back at that game i mean again you talk about it's a it's specific moments mm-hmm but B, the bigger thing is when I look at the substitution, what who, you took off Alfonso Davies, the only player who's been in that scenario. Did before. he get sub? Did he? Did he get subbed out? I thought he did. Didn't he? Wasn't he part of one of the three that got subbed out? No, it was um, Kone. After he scored, he got subbed out for Mark Anthony, and then they brought on Osorio for Tejan, I believe. Tejan got made, subbed though. Alfon- they made like a, Alfonso, they made like a Alfonso, triple sub. They made like a triple Alfonso, sub, no? Alfonso was not. Then Junior, no, Junior Hoyle came on for Tejan. And then 
someone else came off. It wasn't Kyle came off. Kyle came off for Liam Miller. Alistair came off for Liam. Yeah. Kyle came off for Osorio. Okay, yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. But it, it, it I mean, it, it's one I don't of those think, I don't think Cannon ever subs Alfonso. I don't think he's ever yeah, subbed and, out again. <laughs> I don't think he should, and he shouldn't. Like, yeah. but like I, I look at that scenario, and it's it's tough to sit there and see like they didn't need another goal. Mm-mm. They didn't, and you look at the giveaway from Eustachio, and again, this is a little bit of this is what like it's a little bit of like the arrogance factor of like this is what mm-hmm. we do. Just clear your fuck like Borean juggling. Pick up the fucking ball and get on with it. Pick up the ball and get to, on with the it. The thing is, like, I understand, waste, like, I understand wasting time, but, like, you don't have to juggle. <laughs> like, you could have just put your foot on the ball, waited till the guy came to press you, and then picked it. You know what I mean? Like, Well, like, the worst part is he just juggled it and then picked it up. He didn't even wait for someone to come. Like, I, like... I feel like, I, feel like I tweeted, it's, it's I said... understanding the moment. Understand the moment and what's going on. If you don't have anything, clear your line. Just clear your lines. You just want to win this game. It's... It, you know, there's a point of like it's a professional win. Who cares? We're not at our best. Doesn't matter. We're going through. We're going to you know. I think it's also adapt. It's also adapting within the game too. Yeah. Like I, I'm not like I'm, everybody on the team that like that I know personally has a pretty good soccer IQ. And you knew if you know Jamaica, you know their wingers. They're just trying to hit you on the counter. It's yeah, and- okay. Don't give them opportunity to counter us. If they do, you foul them right away. Like just little little nuances like that. Like I feel like once the game was tied, like we got rattled and we're like, yo, we need to score, we need to score, we need to score. Like need bro, teams, team, yeah, team, teams like Brazil, so like they get scored on, they're like, yo, we gonna win this game. Like we're not, we're not really feeling like we can't. We have to learn like if we want to be the top dogs that like we we should be, and like we say that we are, we gotta mature in that aspect where it's like, yeah. Yo, sometimes you're going to concede a shit goal. It's going to be like, damn, all right, yo, like, let's move to the next one. But, like, that doesn't take away from the game plan. It doesn't take away from, like, what you're going to do to minimize any errors. You know what I mean? Like, Kone slipping, like, it might have been a foul, but, like, you're not getting that in CONCACAF. And I can say it personally because I played in so many CONCACAF games, like, you're not getting that shit. And the ref isn't Jamaican. He isn't Canadian. Like, he, has, he doesn't owe you anything. There was one CONCACAF game. I don't know if you remember when we played – I forward, you play Taro and Novak got a penalty in the 90th minute before we lost to the Haitian team in the next round against Taro. That wasn't a penalty, but the, the ref was American. He was like, ah, fuck these guys. Like, I'm like, I got y'all, basically. And he, he gave us the call. Like, there's some things like you don't want to put your the game based on those little things. You know what I mean? Like, you always have, I feel like we have, we have to be a little bit pragmatic but with within still like expressing our attacking expressing like expressing ourselves you know what i mean sometimes we get way too ahead of ourselves especially at home and like we forget that like yo leon bailey plays for austin villa in the premier league like has like five six goals damari gray has like a a premier league title cooks cooks the best right backs in the like we can't we can't just let that forget like these guys are still danger man even if they don't have the same players that they're playing with they just need one chance and that's what happened they got the three chances their striker was a fucking hard-working striker gets those tappings great finishes too yeah well you have like like the the one who 
won the ball back from Coney was Delacova Reed plays for Fulham week in week out. That's what I mean. Like they're yes. they're missing Michelle Antonio. Ethan Pinnock yeah. plays for plays for Brentford in the Prem. Like that's what I mean. You're dealing with These guys. These are not where, scrubs. No, <laughs> like, well, not not, scrubs. not only that, like there's like there's a gear that they have that's different, and they showed it. You know what I mean? Like they they do have that gear, mm. where again that margin is so small, it's so fine, mm. and when they when it's given to them, they took it and they they punished us, right? Like it's just mm. it's it's one of those things again. Like within the being pragmatic, I I think like you hit the nail on the head there, mm-hmm. but that's just understanding the moment. Coney's on the mm-hmm. ball. You're playing with a midfield too. Yusakio has to create balance. Mm-hmm. Has to. That's like you cannot. Yeah. Like, every and that's another thing. Like obviously we talked about it before, and I'm let you continue that. But we talked about it before we we started recording. But like everyone's so focused on the actual action of him losing the ball, but it's like so many other things could have solved that situation. Yeah, if he didn't lose the ball, if he didn't like like die of a soft foul, like. Yeah, like things would have been fine, but there's so many other things that could have prevented that. And like you could continue because obviously you're gonna go into like the things that, but like this is stuff that we need to we need to literally educate fans so they yeah. know like what the real reason why they scored. It's not because they lost the ball. Everybody loses the ball. He's so far up in the field. Him losing the ball there shouldn't really matter. It should. But, it should. It yeah. should. But when you're there, mm-hmm. when you're in that in that space, you start your only midfield partner is ahead of you. Richie's level with you on the far yeah. touch line for some reason. Mm-hmm. Like all of a sudden now losing the ball there creates a 4v3. Because again, when we're up 2-1 in the second half, Rich just at that point just needs to be tucked in because mm-hmm. A, he's standing in the space he should kind of be receiving the ball in. Mm-hmm. You know, even if it comes out the other way, Jamaica mm-hmm. can recover and he's receiving the ball to his feet and he's playing back mm-hmm. to Kamal. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like if he's tucked in, which he should be, the ball's on that side of the pitch, you know. Again, mm-hmm. Bielo nah. might be telling him to be there, mind yeah. you. I'm saying like it might that's what I'm saying. We might you never know what's going on through people's head, but like what you're saying is totally it's totally right. Like Rich could have yeah. been tucked in, the statue could if a statue's in that space, then Rich doesn't really need to be that tucked in. If Rich is tucked in, if Rich is tucked in, someone here's has the to notice. Thing. Here's the biggest thing, right? Jamaica is really athletic. Mm-hmm. And probably the least athletic, the least athletic player on the pitch is probably Kamal. <laughs> and, and, like against that massive strike and with that pace, like again, Richie might be able to get back. And now all of a sudden, that cross doesn't come in like that. Maybe Cornelius can get like there, like he did, and maybe it just slows them down. Right? Mm-hmm. We don't know. Mm-hmm. We don't you know. Don't, like remember, Demar Dem- Dem- Gray might have chopped and then bent it in anyway, and it would have yeah. been like, well, it's, <laughs> right. it's two two anyway. Bro. You know what yeah. I mean? Like that still could have happened, but it would have been like, okay, it was a moment. It's a, goal. It's a moment of magic and a or like it's a poor giveaway, but yeah. fuck, what a finish! It's, it's Rather easy, than easy to what it's the to fuck are they doing? How did they how how did they have the ball, lose it so easily and get countered four v three against? You know what I mean? And again, it's it's the hardest part now. I think for the hardest part for I think for me to accept is at least like guys, you guys just went to a World Cup. How did you guys not learn a lesson from Croatia? How do you not learn lessons from these other teams? Like even even look at Belgium. Look at the way they defended. Look also, at Croatia. I, like I can you know, like I can you can we can say that, but we have to also like. There's so much more that goes to it. Like they got 
friendlies canceled. Like they didn't have no international week. Like you know what I mean? They didn't have no games. Like those other teams get to play games so often because we have na- they have Nations League and they have their World Cup qualifiers. Where like Canada didn't play against anyone. They played against Japan. That's the only. Ever since the World Cup, who else did they really play? They lost in the Nations League. To they well, beat they, they had the they Gold lost. Cup. They had the Gold Cup. They had the Gold they Cup, had, but that's they not, lost that's not what they're, that was. That wasn't what their strongest squad. You know what I mean? No, but they yeah. lost. But again, though, you have everyone else is playing. Like they're all playing yeah. MLS at that time, so they're all playing yeah. in their season. They're you playing, had, but I'm saying everyone in I'm Europe saying, just finished their season. You like, know how important it is for to, for you to get reps as a national team. You know what I mean? So I think I can give them a little bit of leniency because the World Cup, bro, it's a year now. Like the World Cup is actually far removed. <laughs> like you no, know, no, I mean? I'm saying so, I'm saying from like a learning and a lesson standpoint of going. Yeah, like, I think they should have learned. It's, I, I it's a moment. It's a moment from the U.S. game. It's a moment in the Nations League. Yeah, it, but it's it, it's a moment, man. It's a moment where you're up and you're like, we don't need a goal. You know, like mm-hmm. you know, like remember, I remember like remember watching the Champions League when away goals mattered. Yeah, teams how, were just like, all right. If, we're how different the game was though. How different those games were. It was more mental. Exactly. And that's what I mean. Like, that's why I'm thinking, like, like I can give them a little bit of – I can cut them to slack of going. Nice. I don't think any of them other than Fonzie have probably been in that situation before. Realistically, he's probably yeah. the only no, one. No, I think it's Sacchio. Because Porto, Porto did what, like, went pretty far in the like, Champions League. No, but when has he been in a situation where – like, but again, no, he's not playing in the midfield too. He's playing as the highest midfield. Like, he's not in that role Okay. There. You know yeah. what I mean? Like that's not his mm. role to sit there and now to be mm. responsible defensively and to do that. That's not his role mm. at Porto. And I don't really think they've been in a situation where, hey, we're like it's two two right now. Like we don't need to score. Let's be pragmatic and defend. It's not like like the Porto when they beat Man United. With yeah, Marie my thing is like manager, obviously you know what I mean. Like obviously, like you're saying, like yeah, adapt, like be more pragmatic, hundred percent. But we can be pragmatic with the ball. It's just the cover balance. That's the only thing that yes. really fucked it up. The cover balance, which should be some, yeah. basic at their and basic, that's the and that's, but that's the coaching. Problem. That's what comes to, comes to coaching. Because yeah. like if you have a system, you know, like I always harp back to it. Like I always say, like Bobby and Patrick are like one of the best coaches I have because like you knew what you were supposed to do on the field. Wherever the ball was, you knew where you're supposed to be, regardless if you were gonna get the ball in the next ten passes or not. The next pass, you knew if this ball goes here, I'm here. If this ball goes here, I'm here. If someone dribbles here, I'm here. Like, yo, you knew. Yeah. So you would never be in a situation where, like, you didn't know what to do. So, like, sometimes I'm like, we might get too ahead of ourselves. And, like, we want to play this expansive football because, like, we're trying to change the identity of Canada, how we used to be. Because now we have more flair and stuff like that. But at the same time, it's kind of like, yo, like, we can be pragmatic, but with the ball as well. Like, we can knock the ball. Like, we don't have to just sit down, bunker down, and defend. And then we can hit them, hit, hit Jermaine, because they're the ones that have to win the game. They have to come to us. So, like, that's the the difference. Like, maybe you start your, your line of confrontation a little deeper. Maybe you force them to break you down instead of teams being like, yo, force us to break us down. You know what I mean? So, yeah. it just literally, like, those are just little nuances in the game that, like, everyone has to understand. Instead of everybody just jumping to conclusions, like, yo, we're shit. Like, yo, I can't believe, like, this happened, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, bro. Hey, by the way, Jamaica's, I can't believe this. I can't, I can't believe this. Ha- I can't believe this happened. Tell me, you only recently started watching the national men's national team <laughs> without telling me you only started. And like, thing, yeah, all, everyone who's watched it before uh, went walking Concacaf in general. People yeah. are like, oh wow, a handball. I'm like, bro, y'all never watch a Concacaf soccer game, bro. 
and, 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 and honestly, and, it, and honestly, it's a handball. It's a handball. I get. I hate to say it in real time. It in, real, in real time, I watch. I'm like, did they call Cornelius for a foul right now? What the fuck? Like, I had real no idea what's going on. And then again, like you said, you again, the replay. I said, damn, <laughs> far enough away. And and I, I don't know. I I'm kind of old school with that. If it strikes his fucking arm, it strikes his arm. Like, mm-hmm. if unless one, he's like literally standing. Unless he's literally just standing there, and like, <laughs> it's like all right. But, but even, even okay, like, and then here's my question though: If I'm standing on the goal line and my hands are pasted to my body, someone shoots and it hits my hand, and my hand fires back, and the ball doesn't go in, is it a penalty or not? That's like, tough. You, you literally so stop the goal with it's, your hand. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I can so see great. that one being called back for a penalty. I can see it being called because you're yeah. standing on the line. You're not a goalkeeper. It hit your hand and mm. you stop the goal. Like mm. the ball's flying. If the, the ball's goal. going, it's flying in the goal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It's different if it's a cross and you're standing there and it ha- that happens and it's from two mm. feet away. It's different, mm. right? Like it's a cross. Like there's a little bit of nuance there. But if your arm's out a little bit and you block the ball, it's a ham. Mm. For me, it's a handball. For me, it's a handball. And we, the thing is, the thing is, like handball. Those handball penalty calls are so because like. When it goes your way, you're like, yo, that's a handball. But like when it goes against you, you're like, yo, nah, that's not a handball. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's oh, like yeah. you're always gonna be, a, yeah, you're always gonna be. Because if it was the other way around, we'd be screaming till the cows come home, like, yo, it's a handball, and like magically lost on not getting a penalty for a handball, and you know what I mean? People be going crazy. Yeah, but and, and I mean, I think like before we move on from this, I think the thing that yeah. compounds probably the performance and the switching off, like Eustachio mm-hmm. losing the ball, the first one. Kone losing the ball, and then Yusakio, Richie, people, a bunch of people being out of position. What mm-hmm. compounds it is the goal they conceded in Jamaica, where they switch off on a set piece. They all switched mm-hmm. off. They did. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like you look at the those little things. You know, that's the difference. And that's the thing right there where you're like, I think that's the part where you're like, hold, no, 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 guys, you guys are now all playing at a high. You guys have like, mm-hmm. like look at the experience you guys have had. This stuff mm-hmm. can't. Happen. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like mistakes are gonna happen. No, mm-hmm. like. Everyone makes mistakes. It's about They're how you switching cope, off. But, but when you, you have to minimize the mistakes. It that's the thing. It's like the type of mistake you make, though. Yeah, is you. Everyone has to be hyper aware of a mistake happening, so mm-hmm. that you can recover and minimize the effect of it. Where mistakes, yeah. like, and again, it's not like those are the only mistakes they made. Leon Bailey mm-hmm. hit the crossbar. Like there were mm-hmm. other mistakes they made. They didn't get punished for. Mm-hmm. But at least those ones, you're like, okay, well, like they kind of got back. They forced them to slide. Like. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, that's the part where you're like, I can live with those ones. These ones are like so, so fundamental mm-hmm. that you would the one thing. You- the one thing that I'm sure is like, I always, I always, and I go back to is like, I always tell people, I'm like, yo, as players, we know we watch a game and we know we fucked up. We know this and that. So like, I'm not telling people to give grace, but I, I want people to understand, like, especially for this game in general, Jamaica's not an easy out. Like you have possibly the best goalkeeper in MLS history in Andre Blake and Ed, the first game where he was standing on his head. Like it could have been a lot. If they, if, if all those shots go in, like where Kyle and stuff missed those sitters and stuff like that in the beginning, like who knows what, like the game's over. You know what I mean? You have Leon Bailey, you have Andre Blake, you have DeMar. Like you have guys, like it's not an easy out. Like people are like, yo, I have guys on my, on Twitter saying, oh, yo, the Jamaican goalkeeper is like, Yo, he, he had a game. So I'm like, bro, do you know who that is? 
and I'm not and I'm biased too because I played with him, but it's like I'm biased, but like the results are there. Like the accolades are there. It's like yo, y'all don't really know who you talk y'all don't really know who you're talking about, right? Like it could be arguably one of the best goalkeepers in CONCACAF. Like, you know what I mean? Like he's top three. Well, the Mexican goalkeeper, uh Matt Turner, and then him. Like that's Honestly. what I'm saying. So yeah, like yo, unless like, yo, unless yo, like is Kaylor Navas still playing for Costa Rica? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. And it's, if Kaylor Navas still playing, but like you know what I mean, like top, yeah, three, yeah. you know what I mean. But Kaylor oh, yeah. Navas is was considered like one of the top ten goalkeepers in the world at some point. So it's like, yo, I think he's like top two at one yeah, point. Like that's what I mean. He was standing on his head at Real Madrid. Yeah. So like people don't. And I so I was like, before the second half started, I was like, scores like this. I tweeted it. My scores like this is where Canada will learn to control the game and tempo. It's about how they can get the second without getting exposed in transition. Then they scored. I said, transitions, transitions, (laughs) transitions. I'm like, that's what they're waiting for. You can't get casual on the ball. You have to have meaningful possession. And I said, let's see how Canada deal with the pressure. The fans at BMO got to stay behind them. I said, I said, wow, now we're under it. 3-3 3-3 on aggregate. Transition goal again. Got caught too expansive and get punished. CONCACAF, you don't get those call, those foul calls, by the way. And I was like, and the thing is what people also need to understand, like fans, it's like Estacchio and Kone are really good on the ball. Nine times out of ten, they don't lose the ball there. But it's just that one time. Like, you always have to be mentally prepared. Like, yo, what if they do lose the ball? Yeah. What if this, like, what if shit really does hit the fan? Yeah, and like that's that's one of those like that's one of the things I think when you watch them earlier on, when you saw teams kind of press them a little bit higher, all, all of a sudden it was like don't lose the ball and they wouldn't lose the ball. But you also looked and you're like, okay, well when they did, they had enough balance where you know, mm-hmm. like going through that stretch where they really started Yeah, to yeah the issue is not losing the ball. When they when they started the to ascend yeah, when they started to ascend, it was like they were losing one nil, two one to Mexico in the US, but they mm-hmm. created chances and but it was like when they minimize the effect of other teams, whereas right now, at least the spell they're going through, their effects being minimized a little bit by the way teams mm-hmm. are playing against them. Mm-hmm. Not to say that they're not still creating chances and doing mm-hmm. well, but what they do specifically well, which is being minimized, but they're getting exposed. And other teams mm-hmm. seem to be able to create really good chances against them, which we haven't seen for a while. Um, but like we said, like they've gone through a coaching change with Bielo now being the interim. And mm-hmm. they need to hire someone. Yeah, I mean, and I don't think they have the money to go out and hire someone—a big name. Who everyone's asking for want, a big name, but no one knows. Well, no one knows what's yeah, going you on. Want, you want you want Ancelotti because he lives in Vancouver. <laughs> Ancelotti lives here, man. Like, yeah, this is not gonna happen. It ain't gonna happen. You know, tall Alfonso will be like, yo, take some of your bar meeting money and give it to the salary for the salary of. <laughs> The new Canada Canada coach, bro. I'm just teasing, oh. but I was I was even saying like maybe I jinxed it because I was like Canada won't give us a scare like the U.S. did. Yeah, no, I said last <laughs> night, right? I said right one soccer, and they said fingers crossed. I was like, damn, I jinxed it. And I and everybody's like, oh, we're taking a step back, but I'm like, yo, it's not a step back. Concacaf teams are just getting better. Teams are preparing properly for Canada, and you have to bring your A, a game every time. Every yeah, game I mean, I think, I, but you have to bring your A game. 
it's like a, it's like people i i think like the great thing about qualifying though the great thing about qualifying i think it did bring a lot of new people to the table who are paying attention now but they all expect it to be like that the path should mm-hmm. be like that and like no the path mm-hmm. is like this man like it's not a, you're not climbing you know you're not climbing a ladder you're climbing a mountain range where there's peaks and valleys like mm-hmm. it's not going to be this yeah. linear process it's just not yeah i'm sure i'm sure they'll get through this surge i mean they have to i mean don't what sucks is that they didn't qualify for the nation's league semifinals and i think that yep. might dramatically drop their uh fifa rankings it honestly man it could like that's that's mm-hmm. the one thing where you look at the bigger picture mm-hmm. that's a really tough pill to swallow after you've done all this amazing work to really get and you're like oh my god they're they're really gonna do 40 this what was it 33 the highest you've ever been something like that was it 30 40 it was 40 for the world cup yeah yeah 39 or 40 yeah so it, it's just it's one of those things man where you're just like this sucks but they had they 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 have a one-off now against trinidad you win you're That's in it's it win, winning you're in like nothing else matters other than other than winning so um so what, what coach do you think to what, which coach do you think they should look at what coaches do you think i don't know because the there's, a, there's a lot of va- there's a lot of vacant mls jobs as well we can talk about yep. that because montreal yeah obviously um Toronto C just getting John Herdman. So like there's a lot Which, of Which by the way, uh, also I don't think John's the guy to I don't think John would help the situation at all, personally. I personally I don't. A, I think they need a clear out. Like I, I oh yeah, well I'm sorry. You look at that coaching <laughs> staff on the bench and you're like, what are any of these people offering? No. But um Here's the thing. Yeah. I saw a report that the Costa Rica or the uh, Costa Rican national team coach was interested in it. Um, mm-hmm. Who's had success? He's coached at a World Cup before, and you're like, mm-hmm. okay, like that. See, I, I I don't know if there's a language barrier there though. Which I mean, we have had before, but when you're trying to like, you know, like you like as long as due diligence is done, where you're bringing in the right people to be able to portray and translate the message and get it across mm. correctly and that tone and bro, soccer that soccer, is a, like, so- soccer is a universal language bro no like, that is but like you <laughs> look at like look at the way pep and deserby and javi Alonso, like javi Alonso. look at how detailed mm. and tactical everything is now mm. which for mm. me i'm not a massive fan of because i think it takes so much creativity out of the game i think times, i think i think I think you see, I think the difference is because I've been around coaches that like you would think are like tactical geniuses. Like I think Bobby's a tactical genius, but what they try to control, they're not trying to control your creativity. They they've my Bobby has always said, like, yo, let me control the defensive third and the middle third. Yeah. Everything no, else I, after that, yeah. But what that does is it now makes every other team try and make you as predictable as possible. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So now everything becomes more robotic where, again, a great, like, you look at one of the... But like, the three look, guys look, that you, the three guys, look at, the three look guys someone, that you just named, the think, think about the three coaches you named, they, they build out of anything. Even if, it, even if you make it predictable, it doesn't really matter because they know yeah. that you're going to try to make it predictable and they got a counter for the counter. <laughs> but it was like, look at like, there's no more, there's no more Dimitar Berbatov. That player doesn't no. exist. There's no more Adel Tarat. He no. was, he played for QPR, man. 
Yeah, disgusting. Not, QPR could not survive with a play a luxury player like yeah. that. Every team yeah. used to have one. Every yeah. team used to have one. No, the number ten. The number tens are done. It's done. The, the position yeah. doesn't exist anymore. And it's there's no Oz, there's no There's no there's no Santi Carzolas. There's no nope. like yeah. They're all gone. There's bro. no there, and in saying that, there's not really a Xavi or an Iniesta because Pedri and Gabby need to be able to run more. And you're like, God, even at Barcelona, you're like, man, like they're not the same. You know what I mean? I mean so, it's just the athleticism has gone. I don't know if athleticism has obviously the average athleticism has gotten better, but yeah. like it's also because athleticism has gotten better. The technical technique technique has gotten better because people are running at you so much so much more faster that like you don't you, know, you have to ha- take one touch like you can't even yeah. think about taking more than two, one or two touches. Oh, like, at you the highest high, high level, I think you, the technical component of the game. That's, is so that's what I mean. Around, and now right? people are and now people are like matching that with the athleticism. Before, we, why we used to have luxury players was because Which, like you were so technical that like and people weren't able to just get to you. In, in saying that, that though, like te- the, yeah. the level of te- like, I'm sorry, who in the world has the technique that Zinedine Zidane had? There's not a single footballer in the world currently that ha- that is close. Dennis Burkham, but no yeah, one. Is, but but I'm like, I'm saying look at, if people if people were able to get to them faster, <laughs> like it's a different ball game. Like how soccer was played back then is like damn. Like people weren't really running out of position. There wasn't really high pressing. <laughs> like, no, now no, people are like, just flying at you. You're exactly. Like, Damn. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Like it's a different kind of component of how to deal with it. Like mm-hmm. you look at like at the high end, the technique mm-hmm. is way down, but mm-hmm. overall, it's way higher. It's way, way higher. higher. Yeah. Across the board. Like yeah. Yeah. But that's that that that's kind of what like that's what honestly technology and that does Everything, because you're yeah. like, well, if we run faster than them, then we can get to the ball mm-hmm. and all this stuff. But then you lose. The artistry aspect, and it's kind of it's happening in a lot of sports. To be honest with you, it really is. Hundred percent. It's like unfortunate. Oh yeah. Oh god. Yeah, that's 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 a that's a whole other. Well, Tom Tom Brady talked about that too. In the NFL, he goes, "There's a lot more mediocrity today." Yes, is there more creativity, like sideways throws for sure? But I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm people sorry. fell in love if, with people fell in one Mahomes, catches. If, if Patrick Mahomes tried to some of those passes with Ray Lewis on the field, uh, those players would be dead. Like, Travis Kelsey would not be playing. Like you know he what I mean? Like, a long time ago. like you, you look at kind of what the game was and and all that. And Tom Brady said he's like, I wouldn't pass, I wouldn't throw the ball to certain areas of the field when I was playing the Ravens. Mm-hmm. I could because I can't 100%. put my or like I didn't want to lose a player because I knew Ray Lewis would absolutely hammer them. Mind mm-hmm. you, a lot of the rules for hitting have changed because of Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you look at like the other thing, like there's less, there's less accountability for a lot of things in other sports. With football, yeah. it's it's kind of dip. Like that's the one thing that I'll say. The accountability is still very much there. The problem mm-hmm. is now is that you're kind of they are losing accountability now where you give a suicide pass and now all of a sudden it's the, it's on the defender. Mm-hmm. You're you're sprinting through the defender nicks the ball away and you hit their their studs when mm-hmm. his foot's on the ground. It's a foul against him in a red card. Bullshit. That's a shitty pass. Yeah. You know so, what I mean? Like that's where we're yeah. that's where we actually are losing. Like VAR and slowing it down to this super mm-hmm. slow-mo is what's actually killing that side. Yeah, of slow mo slow slow-mo makes everything look worse than it actually is. <laughs> Play it at yeah. full speed, man. If and that's yeah. that was the whole thing. Like it, I get it if your studs are raised, if your foot's mm-hmm. off the ground. 
and you get a nick on the ball, but you connect, that's a little different. If your foot's mm-hmm. on, like, you can't go leading with your toe into a tackle. You're going to break your foot. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, if you're going mm-hmm. full speed and someone else is going full speed and you lead with your toe, you're going to break your leg doing that. Mm-hmm. You have to go with your studs based on an angle. Mm-hmm. But winning the ball and then catching someone's ankle afterwards, that, that to me is fine. It's not mm-hmm. reckless. Because you didn't go with the intent to no, you went to, him. You, you came went with the intent to protect yourself. <laughs> yeah, and that's and how, why is it incumbent on the defender to protect the attacker now? Mm-hmm. I'll never understand that it's part of the it. I, I honestly, the ones that people come to watch play, bro, they don't come to watch just defenders play, dog. I mean, maybe me I mean you say you say, you say that you, you say that though, but nothing gets the crowd more riled up than a big than tackle. a big tackle. Yeah, like honestly, <laughs> oh my god, but that's because human and humans innately don't we like violence. Yeah, innately, oh yeah. like, yeah. So it's oh yeah. like, all right. But anyways, we got off topic. What wait? You were talking about coaches, not anyway. Coaching. I think <laughs> I do think that so it's I I I've heard that rumor about the Costa Rican coach, which I think could be a good one. Obviously, Bobby's rumored to be taking it. Um mm-hmm. at, for me, with the money that they're probably offering, I think Bobby's the best shout. He's worked with a lot of the players before. I think Bobby's got a great system. And again, I think they'll be buying. The only problem with Bobby is his experience like mm-hmm. you're looking at a golden generation where you do have Fonzie who's being coached by Thomas Tuchel and he's been coached by Julian Nagelsmann you look at the mm-hmm. coaches he had where you look at okay John and David here's our next step like where is it going to be what big club are you hopefully going to go play at and go do these mm-hmm. things you know what I mean like from the outside looking in from the outside inside I think everyone who watches CPL and knows Bobby and has seen him work mm-hmm. understands why he should why if he gets the job it'll be an upgrade it'll Most be an people upgrade. that i talked to that are on the national team they were saying that like they they were thinking that bobby was gonna get it and i was like damn yeah. y'all actually yeah. yeah the players but the players also have to want it want the coach too yeah so like from the outside looking in it might look like oh like he has no experience but if the players say like no this is the guy that we want we think that it's kind of like all right yo, we're putting our faith in him you know what for I mean? sure the country oh, just sure. have to fall back I, on I, it i'm just i'm just saying from the outside looking in you are hopefully going to Copa America for the first time ever. You are hosting the World Cup. And the highest level that your national team, that you're, the coach you've played at, is mm-hmm. coaching the CPL. You know what I, I mean? mean? Like, wait, wait, I'm, Champions I'm, League. <laughs> for sure. But like you look, yeah. you look at you like when I'm saying from the outside looking yeah. in. Yeah. No, I get it. That's 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 the only thing you could sit there and go, yeah, it doesn't have that. Like, again, if he had national team experience, if he was currently on this staff and had gone to the World Cup with Herdman. I don't think Bobby cannot be an assistant. Oh, coach. I'm well aware. I'm well aware <laughs> yeah. of that. I know. Yeah. But what I'm saying is if you had that experience already, mm-hmm. then are you like, yeah, he, he's got, he's he's worked with players. He's worked with these, this group before. Like you can almost mm-hmm. see the progression. Like you look at Gareth Southgate for England. He worked mm-hmm. with all the players because he took the 18, he took the 21s. He was assistant coach the first. Like you look mm-hmm. at progression like that, and you can see why there wasn't like, wait, why are they hiring Gareth Southgate? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that's the only reason I'm saying from the outside looking in, it looks like that. But everyone who's seen Bobby coach and knows what he's about and mm-hmm. spoken with him, you understand mm-hmm. the level of intelligence and and what he's done. There's no there's so we no need doubt a of a success, but you have to look at where this the success has come so far. Yeah, we so we need a head coach and we need a general secretary. I think I think they're saying mm-hmm. something like that. Well, they need a fucking you- contract with the men and women's team too. Like, there's a, there's so much shit behind the scenes 
that they need to sort out right now, it's unbelievable. Soccer is the least of the problems, bro. <laughs> like it's it's honestly unbelievable. The, the women's national team uh have a camp coming up against two games against Australia, right? I guess this yeah, is it's, Christine, it's BC. Chris, Christine Sinclair's farewell tour. Yep. That's what's up. One of the goats going out. She getting to, to stop at big cities in Canada and play in front of thousands and thousands of fans that this one will be uh this one's back home it. for her too. Yeah, so back home in that's BC, gonna be, which be nice. That's yeah, that's gonna be heartfelt i guess like it's gonna be pretty sad but happy as well um i don't know if we talked about it megan rapino tearing her achilles in the finals at NWSL. yeah, yeah. Her, la- her last game her last game ever as a player she pulled up i don't know if you saw her interview after the game yeah i'm not heartbroken wild. about her tearing her achilles fuck off wild absolutely i felt bad for my damn she tore her achilles because i tore my achilles you know what i mean yeah, yeah. But now I think about I'm like, yo, this is an injury that people are getting a lot now. And it's not people are saying oh, it's because turf. This I'm like, no, we're just getting way too athletic and our bodies are not keeping up. The thing yeah. is, it's like, yo, we have to be like, I'm not saying like me, maybe even me, like because of like how athletic our bodies are getting and how much like explosive movements and stuff like that is we, the strain that we put on our body. We have to train our bodies to continuously take that strain. So the one t- the one time that like you stop putting your body through that that stress, and then you you let's say you have a bad warm up or whatever, and then you do it like it's I've never really heard of people tearing their Achilles back in the day, bro. <laughs> like look at I don't the, know, like, it's, it's crazy. It's wild. It's wild to think about the amount of like muscle tissue injuries and like Achilles tears and. ACLs that we're getting tendons, now. Tendons, all when, that stuff, yeah. Before when the game was more physical, mm-hmm. none of that existed. But we, I think I think people were talking about more physical based on like the contact. The contact, but like you yeah. look at the number of injuries, it yeah. soared. Crazy. It's soared. And again, part of it is, yeah, because we're stressing our bodies to a point that they're not used and, to being stressed. And 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 we're taking days off that like yeah that we don't really need to take like well there I'm that's all like for, that's i'm like, all for a fan for load management but like even when i was at forging the cpl bro i played 40 games in five months and i never felt any better i felt like after the season i was like damn my body's tired yeah. but like during it i was flying because like bobby don't give no days off and i hope you see this he don't give no damn days off like we, we'll, we'll play a game the next morning we have to come do regen. Like <laughs> Yeah, and that and that's that I think is a huge question mark, right? I think like that's where there's been a lot of investment, at least at the highest yeah. levels now. Like, with yo, a lot of make these guys a lot train? of Yeah, like or or how do you train? I think like that's mm-hmm. kind of where we're getting to where mm-hmm. understanding from a load management perspective, with the number of games they're now being asked to play, mm-hmm. how exactly yeah. do you schedule training? How exactly are like what does this like this day you can't you can't really give them a day off. Yeah. But you're getting in the gym now and you're doing some sort of a, a regeneration yeah. session. A you, you're doing some sort of a lift. You're stressing your body so that your body is feeling that. Cause again, like I I I mean one of one you're of my coaches, Saturday, Wednesday, Saturday, Wednesday, like you're not gonna have time. They don't coach, bro. You don't train. Like yeah. you do you're doing the positional functional stuff, and then like you might do like 
five sprints after practice just so your body's still in that mojo you know what i mean to get ready yeah. for the game no exactly yeah so like when you see especially in nba when you see those injuries it's like it's because the load management like they're sitting down like you know what i mean you're already six nine playing on hardwood floor <laughs> like your body's already go getting beat it being up so like you do like you taking time off or whatever like so yeah I seen her interview and she was like, I'm going to, I need to call Aaron Rodgers doctor and any fucking doctor that lets Aaron Rodgers play this season is hot. Abs. I don't care what he put it, in his, in his Achilles. I don't care that he, bro, you could tell why like, the jets are he, out who like don't play. <laughs> bro, you can, but you can tell he's walking gingerly. Like you could tell, like, it's a whole different ball game. Like even when I was came out my boot, I mean everybody's experience is different. But like I healed in six months, so like I healed fast. And I'm saying Aaron Rodgers, if he had, if I had eighty million dollars, maybe I even heal even faster. <laughs> like, I mean, you probably would because you're gonna have like you had the resources hired, and everything. Hired someone to literally watch every step you take. Step you take. But I'm saying at the same time, our sports are different. Yeah, you have four hundred pounders coming to. Like, no, it's not the same. Like, you can't just pull back up. Like, what? <laughs> like, that yeah. is crazy to me. So she said she's going to get Aaron Rodgers' doctor and whatever he did. The stem, I think it's like stem cells or whatever. And, I mean, you're Megan Rapinoe. Yeah, I'm sure you have your resourceful and you, you know everybody in America. So I'm sure you can get that shit done. But I didn't like the way she went about it. She's like, if there is a – it's like, if I ever believe that there is a God, this is proof that there's not. It's like, yo – I understand you're sad, but like, don't bring religion into it. Like, just be sad, bro. Just be sad, bro. It's so unbelievable, like, how many moments she's had where you've been like, oh, and they've been like, really? What? Like, yeah. how unlikable she comes off. That's what I mean. Yeah. And you're like, and why like, don't I, you maybe, not yeah. act like that? Like, and again, like, you, you you're maybe only she doesn't care about people liking her, man. And that's fair. But like, at the same time, you can't get mad at we how we react to what you say if you're saying some bullshit like you saying some bullshit like that's yeah. what it is thousand <laughs> percent hundred percent so i mean australia versus canada they lost to australia in the world cup obviously because it was that so it should be a really good game yeah no yeah um, uh bit of, uh julia grosso got hurt always. today in training in, no in, in a game? game in a game so Juve. yeah timeline looks a little bit tight but if she's able yeah. to make it, obviously that's a big boost. If not, yeah. I mean, it's, it's also what Sophie Schmidt's farewell to her too, right? True. So yeah. that's what's yeah. up. You'd have to expect her to get some significant minutes here over these two games as well. So, yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Other no. World Cup qualifiers? Brazil are going through a bit of a rough patch. Not only did like, they lost for the they're, first they're time fit. in 63 games at home, First World Cup quarter they've ever lost at home to Argentina. And then their U-17s lost to Argentina in the World Cup 3-0. Oh, what what are they feeding these men in Argentina? I think they I think Messi winning the They're World Cup. They're still high off Messi winning the World yeah, Cup. That's all it bro, is. Like the inspiration is through the roof right now. Yeah. It's like, God damn, the motivation. Like imagine, like, imagine after we host the 2026 World Cup, like the booming, like how kids are gonna come out. Because I even I remember when I, I went to Spain with the provincial team and like we played against Villarreal and stuff. When we and I got to watch Bar I got to watch like David Villa, Messi Chavis to Barcelona. I came back home, I was like, nah. The motivation, the inspiration that I had in me, 
So I'm, I'm like, excited to see imagine. what games we're going to get here. That's what I'm going to be really interested to see, like what groups are going to be basically like, at least what I'm assuming is that there's going to be a group like Vancouver, Seattle would probably be joint cities. They're right next to each other. Yeah. I mean, Toronto, New York are probably going to be host cities together for a group yeah. stage. You know what I mean? After yeah. that, it's then all of a sudden knockouts and it's luck of the draw. But that's yeah. what I'm really excited to see, like who's going to be in these ones because that's going to be yeah. unbelievable. Yeah, I want to see. I want to see what teams, what countries play. Where obviously Canada right. probably be in Toronto. Toronto. So. Yeah, because of home. Yeah, but other than that, man. I mean, yeah. Hopefully, the women's team can avenge themselves. Christine Sinclair, Sylvie Schmidt's uh, uh, farewell tour and get 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 shit back. You know what I mean? Um, what else we got in docky? Oh, well, welcome the biggest fires for. For, oh, you said Brazil. Yeah. The biggest thing was the they had to stop the, the game because police officers were beating up Argentinian fans. I seen Emmy Martinez jump into the crowd and drape up a police officer. Wild. I was dying. Wild. I was like, wow. Wild. He's a legend for that. Well, it's also like that's that's the other thing that people here don't really understand. Like it's life or death out there, bro. That, but that's what they grew up in. Like they mm. grew up in poverty, mm. and playing that little game is their only way out. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's literally wild. life or death. It's wild. But the bigger, like the biggest story for me right now is looking at Brazil. It is. It. It's like if anyone didn't believe it before, it is an enigma that national team. That national team. It, it always has been, but it's an enigma. Because you look at every other team he this guy's played for at the highest level, mm. he hadn't been the glue. Mm-hmm. But for the but national for Brazil, he's the most important player on that team. And without him, they are lost. And Neymar. And they and people don't like, hear them. But but it's not only that, it's like no one else knows what the fuck they're doing until I, and 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 it's not like it's not like he tracks back. It's not like he tries any harder. He's just who he is. He is. But like you but look that, at nah, but for but for Brazil, no, yeah, I'm saying I'm saying, but, sprinkle, but for it Brazil, it's a different sprinkle, bro. It but what it does though, but it it lets everyone else go. Okay, yeah, no, we're like it almost like gives confidence to other people. Confidence to everybody else, yep. Like, but it's the same thing though. You go back. But that's like Messi. Like, that's like Messi Argentina because like remember when Argentina had all those superstars and they couldn't win. And then you got you got all the dogs and you're nah, like, but it's, it's it's not the same though because you go go back. Kaká won the Ballon d'Or. Mm-hmm. He was nothing. Like the player who kept that team together was Ronaldinho. Yeah, he but we knew. But thing. Nah, but we knew Ronaldinho was better than. Like you know what I mean? You no, know, no, no, you know, no, like, no, no. I, no, like, I know, I know, I know. Yeah. But then you take him out of that team, all of a sudden yeah. they're not the same same team. And why can't they like? Mm-hmm. It, it's always been an enigma where they have a certain mm-hmm. way of playing and there's a you almost need a linchpin who just holds up mm-hmm. the mantle mm-hmm. and everyone else works off it mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. like the play, and, and they, they Neymar, go Neymar is the system i would say Neymar is the system for, for, the, for absolutely absolutely yeah. you look at it you're like how do they have vinicius jr they've got Rodri, they have all these players mm-hmm. gabriel martinelli they have all these players and they can't do it without him in that team. It's wild, bro. It's, it's absolutely wild. It's and an I don't like it because I'd be going on Twitter and then people be talking smack about Neymar. And I'm like, bro, y'all don't even understand. Like, we don't give this guy his flowers, yo. 
when he leave, everybody's gonna be sad. Like, yo, we actually because people are out here trying to compare Gareth Bale and Neymar. I'm like, fam, don't get me upset, bro. <laughs> I was like, they're two different dude, players. They're two wildly two different, different players. They're two wildly different players, but like, I'm always taking Neymar over Gareth Bale any day of the week. Any day of the week, I'm taking Neymar over over Gareth Gareth Bale. And the reason is, I've seen more from Neymar where it's like there's just that it factor you know oh, what yeah. I mean like yeah but th- those are like the, the I'm not saying Gareth Bale's not top tier either but like there's just that sprinkle where you're just like yo if I give the ball to this guy when all hell breaks loose you're like dog just take the ball like him Messi Ronaldo Ronaldinho was like that Brazilian Ronaldo was like you know what I mean like you just like yo just yo lead us to the promised land that's what it is. And like Gareth Bell, he had his moments, obviously. You know what's Wales interesting? And- I don't, I, 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 the funny thing is, I think both of them were like that for the national team. Yeah. Neymar was not like that for any club he's played for, though, man. He was PSG. He dragged them. He dragged PSG. He kind of dragged them to the Champions League final when they lost. He was hooping that year, that COVID year. He was hooping. I can't, he, I can't let that slide. He no, 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 no. He, you know, he was cool. very he was very good in that final. That Champions League campaign, I was like, yo, this guy came to play, bro. And Bop was like, damn, I'm just gonna run in run in behind. <laughs> He's like, yo, I got well, we're looking at like inj- injuries he, also did deteriorate. But again though, again though, for him, is that because he's unlucky or is that because he's not doing the right things off the pitch? You know what I mean? Like we don't know that. But, yeah, like, but for Brazil, for Brazil, hundred percent like he's un- the man. Believable, man. He's been He's unbelievable man. for Brazil. And they don't, they don't appreciate it because he hasn't won a World Cup. I'm like, bro, Messi just won a World Cup. Like, you, if Messi never won a World Cup, you, you Argentinians are just gonna be like, yo, fuck this guy. Like, come on, bro. Like, I understand the, the fanatics, and like, the history of the countries, and which is why like them losing to Argentina in this World Cup qualifier is so big because they lost Argentina in the Copa America final in the Maracanã, but because of the record. It makes it a lot like they were like, yo, we could lose Argentina in oh, a final, a Copa America final. We could lose to them. Well, them losing like, the Copa America final though too. There was no one in the stands because it was during COVID. That's what I mean. That's what I mean. So now, like you, you losing and Neymar, bro, they gonna miss him when he's gone. That's all I'm oh, saying. Yeah. Yo. Like, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Like, because look, oh, yeah. look how they're look how they're reacting now. And Vinicius and those guys, like they're still young. The one thing that people don't give Neymar credit for is is his finishing ability. Like Vinicius and those guys can dribble all of, but like the end product is not there. No, like, it's that's not. The it's not the, like, the it's end not product. The it's not at the level that like, Neymar's was so. Neymar's good, was man. at that age. You know what I mean? So like, even when Neymar was their age, like his end product for Brazil was unbelievable. Oh yeah. So like, no, he it, he's he's got the most goals in the Brazilian national goals team for Brazil. Straight. Yeah, like like yeah. He he's unbelievable for the national team. He's unbelievable. They gonna miss him when he's gone, and you can see right now that they're struggling, and it's sad because now they're in fifth. (laughs) They're in fifth, and this is another thing that I was saying, and Jose Mourinho said it too. He's like, "Yo, the South American qualifiers is a fucking dogfight." Different man, like that was the absolute dogfight about how hard it is to qualify at a Concacaf. You're like. How about you look right down south, man? Like, are you kidding me? Are you bro, kidding? Dog fucking fight, bro. It's a dog fight. You got Colombia, Uruguay, Ecuador. Yeah, Ecuador. 
Argentina, Brazil, Chile, Chile bro. And not all of them Uruguay. can make it. Yeah, not all of them can make it. And then you got to go play in Bolivia in the mountains. <laughs> like, yeah. Peru, bro, Peru, 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 Peru just made what, I mean. what the World Cup in 2018? 2018. That's what I mean. Not all, not everyone can make it. So imagine how many big teams are missing out because of South American qualification of sorts. And then you got England tying to Northern Macedonia. Get the fuck out of here. They already qualified. I know, but still, if they lost that game, I would have been crying. Northern Macedonia would have shot up the, the FIFA rankings, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, no. Oh. The, Euro- 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 the European qualifiers, again, they ha- they do have the most. Yeah, Ronaldo scored his 17th goal against, like, Liechtenstein or some shit like that. Yeah, they, have, they, have, they have so <laughs> many. They have, like, again, they, they do have the most countries in countries, that region, yeah. so that's going to obviously water it down. Mm-hmm. But... I, I feel mean, like something's got to be done. It's so I feel like bad. yeah. I feel like obviously in Europe, like away, away games matter, but like the geographical challenges of South America in itself is just a lot tougher than Europe. Like, yeah, you know, you're playing in the mountains. You're playing in in uh, two thousand feet above sea level in Ecuador. Like, you're going to Chile in the mountains. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's so yeah. much. Like, there's so much, not just the football part, not just the being away crowd or anything, like, the geographical part about it, too. Whereas Europe, like, okay, I'm going to France. Okay, I'm going to Spain. Okay, I'm going to Hungary. I'm not saying, like, the fans are not are wild and stuff like that, but, like, you're going to play on a nice grass pitch. You're probably playing at regular elevation. Like, the weather might be a little colder or a little warmer. Like, there's not really any ge- geographical, like, setbacks. Whereas, like, CONCACAF ends, and I'm not saying CONCACAF's harder than Europe, but, like, whereas, like, South America, Jose Mourinho said he's like South Americans hard, bro. And I put it on our our story. I was like, "Yo, what do yeah. you guys think?" No, you're saying. So, we'll see. Um, what else do we got on the docket? Oh, Erling Holland and Odegaard didn't qualify again. It's crazy. I didn't know Norway was wasn't good. Like, yeah, man. Like you, you have a couple players, but it, yeah. it's it's bad. It's it's hard. It is hard. Like. I think when everyone mm-hmm. saw like Iceland qualify for the Euros and the World mm-hmm. Cup, they were like, "What?" What? It was an enigma. Like it was, yeah. it was just. I was weird like, "How many people there. Iceland got?" <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. But it's just like it, it's it's not easy to qualify, mm-hmm. especially for a country like Norway. You literally cannot drop points. You can't. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's a tough one. Obviously, with the World Cup expanding for twenty twenty six, they have a better chance. Mm-hmm then but i mean I there's so. there's there's a legitimate and real possibility we never see holland, see holland in a, in a, in a major in a, in a major, major competition person. like that's crazy bro that's actually wild to say if you really well, think about it. it it is but you also look at like like right now it's really common to see denmark denmark yeah. won the euros Back yeah, in, in 92 no like 92, 92, 92. schmeichel michael brian right, laudrup right, like they didn't yeah. qualify again for a long time. Belgium, same thing. Like, yeah. we look at it now as being like, uh, wow. it's weird to think Belgium couldn't qualify. Like, they went through yeah. a long stretch where they did not qualify for major tournaments. And, and then they got through their golden generation. Though. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, it takes more than one or two players. Like, you do like you do need mm-hmm. more than that. So Yeah, that's fair. Um, but, yeah, I don't think we should hold that against them. Sometimes, like, you don't control what country you're born in, bro. 
Yeah. Just like how Messi and Ronaldo weren't being controlled. I, like I was born in Argentina and I just well, happened to play like Maradona. Now Messi I had play, the opportunity have, to play for Spain and he said no. <laughs> no, but like imagine if Messi played for Spain, bro. That time. Like, come on, bro. <laughs> come on. I think they would have won like three, three World Cups. <laughs> like, what are we talking about, bro? It would have been ridiculous. Bro, they would have got that 2010 for sure. <laughs> that 2010, that's when Spain was in it. The, they would have got that 2010. That 2014 when Argentina went to the final, they would have got that too. <laughs> like, yeah, they, like went, they, they, they literally would have went 2008 Euro, 2010 World Cup, 2012 You know what Euro, the interesting thing is, though? 2014 like, World Cup. You know what, though? Like, who... I'm trying to think like it would have changed it would have changed that Spain team massively though. Someone David Silva probably wouldn't Pedro probably would have never got called up. You know what I mean? Like certain players would have never got called up. 2008, dynamic, 2008 though would have been David Silva. He would have been Silva. the lone man or David Villa. Because yeah. Fernando Torres was playing up top in 2008. Fernando Torres playing up top. But Villa, Villa was also cooking for Valencia. I think it would have been I think it would have been probably like David Silver, like a Juan Mata and them men's like those young men's, the young like coming in, like they would have never got caught. But you have to so drop saying, guys out of the out of the lineup. Like that's what I mean. But like even if we thank discount, God, can we just say thank God? Yeah, like, thank God I mean. you didn't. <laughs> like, even if you discount like the 2008, like if he's if he's like, you know, I'm changing to uh Spain and he played 2010. They already went three major tournaments in a row. You throw yeah, Messi in that bitch. Oh my god, <laughs> They won with Fabregas playing nine the Euro. They had a four six. They put Iniesta left wing, David Silva right wing, and Fabregas has false nine. I can't believe they got away with that shit. <laughs> That's crazy. What are, you, what are you talking about? Their midfield three was Xavi, Alonso, Pusquets, and Xavi. And of course, they Iniesta. got away with it. And then Iniesta, but you had no strikers. Da- David Villa was hurt. David Villa got hurt for that yeah. one. He couldn't and even Torres play. Torres was in a super slump. Yeah, bro, wild. They got, Absolutely. You, you, you had Messi. You, you had Messi to that. Come on, bro. Wild. But I'm saying, like, you can't really control the country you're born in. Like, I hope they don't hold it against him because, like, it's not like he's not trying to bring. Like Lewandowski, no one holds the Poland shit. It's like, damn, it just sucks that you play for Poland, bro. It's like, yeah. We we wish you played for like Ibra Sweden like Sweden did all right but like yeah but but again though like I, again though you look at he you give them credit for making them relevant like super, but you super also relevant. look at the goal you look at the goal in Euro two thousand four the back heel against Italy mm-hmm. the, the bike, bike against the bike England, against England. like yeah. you look at and, and even that you look at them the game where them in Portugal was the winner goes to the World Cup and Ronaldo yeah. scores three he scores two like yeah wait I think what you're waiting for is for him to have those moments now. Yeah. Yeah. Like literally like show that like you're putting your team on your back and you just fall short a little bit because it's just the country you're from. But, you know what like, I mean? like, what else are you supposed to do? Like yeah. what else can There's you only do? so you much scored, you can do. You scored yeah. a hat trick and you lost four three. Yeah. You know, that's like I, mean. I think that's yeah, I think, what it is. I, I like if he led if he led because I, I don't know how many goals he scored in qualifying, but if he led it qualifying and they still didn't qualify, you'd be like Fuck. Yeah. What, yeah. what are you gonna do? You know? I think that's really what they're the only real expectation or hope is for him. It's when just, is the Euro? Summer. The summer. So Copa America and the Euro at the same time. Yep. Who do you think we, we, got, we got going for the Euro? I mean, trying to be as objective as possible. I think 
realistically, the two that I think are going to be there at the end, as long as they don't get drawn on the same side, are France and England. Yeah, and they always get drawn on the same side. So someone fucks up somewhere and they end up getting drawn on the same side. Spain, you <laughs> never know. Italy. Yeah. Italy in a major yeah, tournament, Italy, man. You never know. Yeah. Um, but the Span- you can't discount the Spanish. Portugal are kind of halfway in yeah. between, moving on from their old generation to the new one. Yeah. But, but Belgium, it's up in the I feel like the end. I feel like yeah, I feel like it's up in the air. Like Croatia's done, like their generation's done. It's, I feel like the Euros really like really up in the air. And hopefully England can get some, can get this but we, them, them dudes needs them dudes need something. Yeah. <laughs> they need something. Yeah. So I think we covered everything. Um, Arsenal still in first place. Man, you what six now? They are yes, up to six. They're like a point or two behind Tottenham now. Oh, never mind. Man, they're is, they're six man off the top. It. They're in sixth. They're, they're two points six. behind Tottenham. They're they're only six points off Arsenal. Arsenal right now. Man, you twenty four points. Yeah, they're only. I mean, they're only oh, I'm saying it's, it's tight. tight yo. It's tight. Yeah, it, there's so everything this, this getting year, that four point that 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 ten. It's crazy, bro. Wild. Yeah, no, it was uh, yeah, it was a good result today. That's for sure. That's for sure. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, yeah, that's that should be that should be all. Unless we got something else coming up, I'm definitely gonna talk to the people at one soccer to have some like collaboration. Um, that would be dope. Um, but honestly, like you said, just about educating the fans. I think that's the most important thing. Because once you once people understand what's going on in the game, then they'll be able to view it like like you still have your opinions. Yeah, yeah, you change your perspective. That's it. That's it. Instead of just being a delusional fan, you don't be delusional. We don't do delulu out here. That's it. All right. Well. Obviously, always good talking to you. Episode 28. We going, what, next week again, if you want? Yes, sir. 29. And I'm going to talk to, you know, I'll tell you, I'll tell you off off air. But thank you guys again. I've been Kwame Uwa. It's my co-host, Adam Jones. And we are signing off.